Hello, my name is Mikey Barge, and this is the podcast from the Greater London Youth Foundation. And this is the Greater London Youth Foundation presents The Mikey Barge Show. Each week, we will talk to young people who are doing great things in their community or how they overcome failure or problems and so on. What have they learned from life's lessons that they can pass along to everybody? We will also talk to some adults who are doing great things for young people in their community sometimes too. Our sponsors are the John Lyons Charity, the Big Lottery Community Fund and Harrow Council. We would also like to thank the Young Harrow Foundation and Voluntary Action Harrow Cooperative. It's not all serious stuff, I promise you, but we take everything seriously sometimes. If you want to get involved, our details will be in the notes. Today on the show, we have Tonner, who is a member of Brent Youth Parliament. He is the president of Brent Youth Debates and also accompanies his dad, the mayor of the London Borough of Brent, on official engagements. In his day-to-day life, Tonner goes to school at Gunnersbury with ambitions of going into medicine. In just a moment, Tonner will give us insight into what he's been up to, as well as sharing his views on young people during this current climate. So I think it's only right that we explore some facts about mayors. No, not that kind of mare. Mare is an old English word that arrives from major in Latin, as in greater. So don't think that being a mare is minor, yeah? There are three types of mares in the UK. The first is the Lord Mayor. There are 23 Lord Mayors in 23 cities in the UK. You've got London, you've got Leeds, you've got York. This, and you've got bad accents too. Uh, this is an honorary appointed position. In order to become a Lord Mayor, yeah, what you got to do? First, you have to become an Aldermanic Sheriff. Ooh, Aldermanic Sheriff, what's that? Didn't know we had sheriffs. There's two of them, by the way. There's only two sheriffs. The sheriff's modern day duties include supporting the Lord Mayor in his or her civic duties and serving both at home and abroad as ambassadors for the UK based financial and professional services industry. Oh, sounds cool. By promoting the UK as a place to do business. Well, I'm the sheriff now. Uh, You guys come down to London, you're going to love our uh, financial sector. How does that work? Hmm. In order to become a sheriff, you must have served as justice of the peace, which is a magistrate. A magistrate is a regional judicial officer who is elected by the judges of the high court of the state to maintain law and order in a particular area or region. Then you have the mayor of London. Not to be confused with the Lord Mayor of London, which is just the city of London. The UK's financial sector located one square mile parameters within the city centre. The mayor of London, currently a Sadiq Khan, who just won, who's the third mayor of London. There have been three elected mayors since the rules were reformed in 1999, allowing the public to choose their own mayor. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Giving us the right. You shouldn't have. The mayor of London's salary is 150k per year and their term is four years. Then you have a council mayor of local government. These mayors are political leaders of the council and have overall responsibility for council and policy and the delivery of services. Traditionally, mayors oversee a city's main departments, including police, fire, education, housing, transportation departments. In this system, the council members are in charge of the legislative processes of the city, while the mayor is responsible for all the administrative duties. Sounds fun. Are you sure you want to be mayor now? But, you know, there is a lot of fun to it and there's a lot of responsibility. Now, Tonner's father is Ernest Ezejui, mayor of the London Borough of Brent. 
and he's the first to serve two terms instead of one, like tradition, because of coronavirus. So I think it's time we go over to Tana, who's going to break down what these last two years have been like and give us some insight. I feel like whatever you study or whatever you want to become, there's always a curve into politics. There's always somewhere where you can let your voice be heard. There's always a way you can still platform what you want to say. So I think not, it doesn't, what career path you choose doesn't affect what you can do and what you can do to change the world. I can tell you a way I recovered from a failure, for example. Okay. Uh, one way I like recover from failure was like, you know, putting it, putting in extra work the next time, putting in more time in what I was doing. I can't give you a, a specific example, but I can tell you how I solved those repercussions. Mm-hmm. So as I said before, was like putting in extra work, putting in extra time, and like just trying to link to trying to link my thoughts to what I was doing. How did you do that? Just focus. Like, I think focus is key. Focus. So what, you yeah. block out the rest of the information and just, what, knuckle down and just put the time in? Yeah. Pressure makes diamonds. Pressure makes diamonds. I like that. So go on, give us some more of your insight and wisdoms because it sounds like you've had your head focused and there's not many young people out there like yourself who've come from a good background, got good influences around them but haven't thrown that away and neglected it. Cause you could have done that. Yeah. But you've decided to put the hard work. So give us some more wisdom. Why, why, what is your, what is this, this vision that you have? Like, like, I, my, like my inspirations or people who I look up to, always my parents, but I also look up to one figure I like a lot is Nelson Mandela, actually. Okay. Talk, talk I, to I lived a lot of his quotes. He, he said while he was alive, like, and I feel like say that again a winner is a dreamer who never gives up a winner is a dreamer who never gives up and that's one of the quotes I live by like if you continue in pursuing what you want to do and what you want to achieve I feel you can achieve it and I think it's possible as you said like like take mistakes like just take it easy like if you make a mistake or if you get something wrong like it's not the end of the world, dude. You've got like several chances to change that, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you never lose in anything you do. You, like, you have to win or learn. That's why I think another thing is like, I think people, if you make a mistake, anyone who makes a mistake, like, you just have to take it as something that you've done, but you, you've learned from that. And next time you're going to get that goal you're looking for. We've covered so many topics in this talk as well, but I want to go back to some of the, the, the previous things we we're talking about. What are some of the misconceptions of politics? Because I'm, you know, I'm coming from a media point of view. I'm just seeing things on TV. You know, if I read a script, I'll play a politician, but I don't know anything about it in real life. Um, so what are some of the misconceptions of being a mayor? Because you, you've lived with one, you've hung out. What are some of the misconceptions that we see on TV that isn't actually real? Um, I will answer that question by saying, I mean, when, when, whatever position you get into, whatever you get, wherever you are, it's your choice on how you want to portray that character and how you want to spread that news or be that person and you can change the narrative. So it's honestly about a matter of fact, 
how you play the role as that character. That's what I've gathered from anything you do. And who are some of your favorite young people at the moment? Because we spoke about elders and stuff. Are there any people around you uh, that are young, that have been, you know, I mean, they're having to kind of adapt to this sort of new world. Is there any young people that have inspired you at the moment that you think, wow, take a, take a, a note out of that person's book? I would say someone I've been reading into recently, um, uh, you know, Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg, yeah, go on, explain. Yeah, I've, I've just been reading into her recently. Like, I like what she does with the climate, with climate change and how she channels the voice of young people, how she makes her speeches. Yeah, I think she's, she's cool. Could you see yourself speaking on the world stage about political issues? Or campaigning for peace and, and, and justice. Can you see yourself doing that sort of thing? Or is it more working within local government? Um, I'm not too sure, actually. I think it's up to God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about Brent at the moment. What's it like there right now since lockdown and just people in general? What's going on? Like, I haven't actually been... How I've just been abiding by the rules. I've been inside. So I think it's quite quiet, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much going on. I mean, we're in a lockdown, so. Mm-hmm. And what about young people in, in general? Are they going, are they like, you know, young people like to break the rules. I can't imagine most people are going to be inside all the time. Is there, is there, un, is there a new subculture being created? Um, young people in the tunnels raving. I don't know what's going on. I don't see them. There must I, think be was, I think everyone's quiet. Actually. I think everyone's listening to the government. Talk to me about social media then, and young people. Um, kids are you know on Instagram. You can you can flip and make a business. You know, um, TikTok, YouTube. People can make digital empires overnight. How do you feel social media plays a role in young people's lives today? I think social media is crucial. I think it's a very good platform or way in the way which young people can communicate and they can channel across lots of information to different races, diversity, you know, racial groups, everything. I think it's a great way for everyone to communicate primarily. I think justice is great. And I think that um, protesting for the right reasons is also great. Mm. As a peaceful protest is the correct way. And then hopefully the government can see and shine through our messages we're sending them. I think community groups can come together and assemble together. I feel that's a great way. The, communi- um, the community is a key to letting our voices be heard. All communities gathering around. You can do petitions. There's lots of other, lots of civilized ways you can channel your message across. And on social media, as you said earlier. Well, that's another brilliant episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on the socials, YouTube, Instagram for more bonus content. I will see you all on the next episode. Goodbye.